he had a home to go back to. Even though it wasn't perfect, he had a choice. What did the shadow hunters tell you when they came to recruit you? Marisol stared at him, her gaze clear and cold. They told me, she said, that I was going to fight. She'd been taking fencing classes since she could walk, as it turned out. She cut him off at the knees and left him literally in the dust, stumbling as a tiny, swordy whirlwind came at him across the practice grounds and falling. He also stabbed himself in the leg with his very own sword as he fell, but that was a very minor injury. Went a little too easy on her, John said, passing by and helping Simon up. The dregs won't learn if they're not taught, you know. His voice was kind. His glance at Marisol was not. Leave her alone, Simon muttered but he did not say that Marcel had beaten him fairly. They all thought he was a hero. John grinned at him and walked on. Marcel didn't even look at him. Simon studied his leg, which stung. It was not all stabbing. Some of it was regular stuff, like running, but as Simon tried to run and keep up with people a lot more athletic than he had ever been, he was constantly plagued by memories of how his lungs had never burned for lack of air, how his heart had never pounded from overexertion. He had been fast, once, faster than any of these shadow hunter trainees, cold and predatory and powerful. And dead, he reminded himself as he fell behind the others yet again. He didn't want to be dead. Running was still a lot better than horseback riding. The academy introduced them to horseback riding on their first Friday there. Simon thought it was supposed to be a treat. Everyone else acted as if it was a treat. Only those of the elite stream were allowed to go riding, and at mealtimes they had been mocking the dregs for missing out. It seemed to cheer Julie and John up in the face of endless terrible soup. Simon, precariously balanced on top of a huge beast that was both rolling its eyes and apparently trying to tap dance, did not feel this was any sort of treat. The dregs had been sent off to learn elementary facts about shadow hunting. They had most of their classes apart from the elite and John assured Simon they were boring. Simon really felt he could do with being bored right about now. Sigh, said George in an undertone. Quick tip. Riding works better if you keep your eyes open. My previous riding experience is the carousel at Central Park, Simon snapped. Forgive me for not being Mr. Darcy. George was, as several of the ladies were remarking, an excellent horseman. He barely had to move for the horse to respond to him both of them moving smoothly together, sunlight rippling off his stupid curls. He looked right, made it all look easy and graceful like a knight in the movies. Simon remembered reading books about magic horses that read their riders every thought. Books about horses born of the north wind. It was all part of being a magical warrior, having a noble steed. Simon's horse was defective, or possibly a genius that had worked out that Simon could not possibly control it. It went off for a wander in the woods, with Simon on its back, alternately pleading, threatening, and offering bribes. If Simon's horse could read his every thought, then Simon's horse was a sadist. As night drew in and the evening grew cold, the horse wandered back to its stall. Simon had no choice in the matter, but he did manage to tumble off the horse and stagger into the academy, his fingers and knees gone entirely numb. Ah, there you are, said Scarsbury. George Lovelace was beside himself. He wanted to assemble a search party for you. Simon regretted his spiteful thoughts about George's horsemanship. Let me guess, said Simon. Everyone else just said, nah, being left for dead builds character. I was not concerned you were going to be eaten by bears in the deep dark woods, said Scarsbury, 
who did not look as if he'd ever been concerned about anything in his life, ever. Of course you weren't. That would be abs- You had your dagger, said Scarsbury, casually, and walked away, leaving Simon to call after him. My- my bear-killing dagger? Do you really think me killing bears with a dagger is a plausible scenario? What information do you have about bears in these woods? I, I think it's your responsibility as an educator to tell me if there are bears in the woods. See you at javelin practice bright and early, Lewis, said Scarsbury, and marched on without looking back. Are there bears in the woods? Simon repeated to himself. It's a simple question. Why are Shadowhunters so bad at simple questions? The days passed in a blur of horrible, violent activity. If it wasn't javelin practice, Simon was getting thrown around a room. George was very apologetic later, but that did not help. If it wasn't dagger work, it was more swordplay and humiliating defeat before the blades of tiny, evil, trainee shadow hunters. If it wasn't swordplay...